We are the servants who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit. By Paul C. Young Whoever enters into the message of the cross believes in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Luke chapter 13 verses 22 to 29 And he went through the cities and villages teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Then one said to him, Lord, are there few who are saved? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate, for many, I say to you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open for us, and he will answer and say to you, I do not know you where you are from. Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know you where you are from. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and yourselves thrust out. They will come from the east and the west, from the north and the south, and sit down in the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 18 to 25 For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. For Jews request a sign, and Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, to the Jews a stumbling block, and to the Greeks foolishness. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. What sort of people enter into the narrow door? In 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18, Apostle Paul said to the believers in Corinth, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. In other words, the message of the cross is the message of destruction to those who shall be destroyed, but it is God's wisdom to us who have received salvation. Then, what does the message of the cross mean here? The message of the cross here means that we must absolutely pass over death once in order to go to the kingdom of God after receiving the remission of sins by believing in God.
In other words, it means that every sinner must absolutely be in the status of a sinner first to be born again by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. How can we become sinners? We can become sinners by realising our own nature before the word of God. The scriptures say that we become sinners because we are beings that cannot live according to God's law. Therefore, believing in the message of the cross means believing in the following three things. First, we must believe in and acknowledge God, the creator who created us. Secondly, we must believe that we are sinners who are going to die due to our sins before the presence of God. Lastly, we must believe that our Lord took all our sins upon himself at once by being baptised by John the Baptist, died in our place on the cross and saved us. The message of the cross signifies these three things. It means that we receive salvation from all sins and attain eternal life only by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit the Lord has given to us and dying with Jesus Christ once because we are sinners who are going to die due to our sins before the presence of God. That is correct. Anyone in the world who believes in God must acknowledge that he is a person who is going to die once due to his sins before the presence of God. It means that a person can enter into the message of the cross only if he acknowledges himself. I cannot receive salvation aside from Jesus Christ and I am a person who could not but die if Jesus Christ did not save me with the baptism he received in the Jordan River and the blood of the cross. We cannot believe in Jesus and be saved without knowing anything about the gospel of the water and the spirit, just like we cannot get into someone's home by making a hole in its wall. That actually does not even make sense. We are people who must definitely die once because we were born sinners from birth. We each must definitely acknowledge the fact that we are such people who cannot but die before the presence of God due to sins of each one of us. We were actually people who will die before the presence of God due to our sins. We are beings who were born with such a miserable fate. Do you acknowledge this? That is why the Apostle Paul says here, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Christians must first realise that they are sinners before the presence of God, and they must die once through faith by acknowledging God's law and humbling themselves under God's just law that says the wages of sin is death. A person who acknowledged God's word and died once by faith can truly be cleansed of sins by believing in the baptism Jesus Christ received from John the Baptist. But what about a person who does not acknowledge that he is a sinner? A person who does not acknowledge that he is a person who is going to go to hell when he reflects himself in the light of God's word can never receive salvation from sins.
If you are still a sinner, you must recognise that you must acknowledge your sins before the presence of God and die once under destruction. You can receive the true salvation only if you believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit after that. Think about it. How can a person who has not died once by faith be born again? How can a person be delivered from drowning when he is not yet drowned? How can a person go to heaven with the same self that he was born with? Is there anything righteous or good in a human being? Is there anything that is upright in you? There is nothing. That is why everyone must be born again if he wants to enter the kingdom of God. We must go through the message of the cross. We must go through the spiritual death by the message of the cross and then receive new life. We must first acknowledge God and acknowledge the almighty power of God in order to receive the new life. God said, the wages of sin is death. This means those who have sin must face death and they will receive eternal destruction. However, we have violated God's commandments many times up to now and we will continue to violate them many times in the future as well. It means that we will die eventually. We must acknowledge such facts before God's law. After that, we must go to our Saviour and receive salvation from all sins by believing in the baptism Jesus Christ received and the blood he shed on the cross. The Apostle Paul said here, Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? He spoke about God's wisdom emphatically. For since in the wisdom of God, the human wisdom cannot replace God's wisdom, the world cannot know God because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. What does this word mean? It means that all humans can receive salvation only through God's wisdom. It means that we receive salvation only by believing in God's wisdom. Those who are considered wise by the people in the world and people who think they themselves are wise do not know God properly. The weakness of God is really much stronger than the most powerful of humans. God's wisdom cannot be compared with human wisdom. However, people think they are something great and try to achieve something with their own wisdom. Simply put, people think of salvation only legalistically. They just think in terms of the law of causality as they say, if you live by the law incessantly and faithfully, then you will be saved. If you violate his law and commit sins, then offer the prayers of repentance for the sins. That's okay. However, God's wisdom is not like that. How is God's wisdom? God made us perfectly righteous once and for all through his wisdom. Even though this is the truth, people of the world pretend to be intelligent themselves, bound by the law of causality. They think they should give one if they receive one, and receive one if they give one, even in the matter of attaining their salvation. 
look at all the people who are officially recognised as wise. Their way of thinking is all the same. They all just follow the thinking, I earn only as much as I work. Such people think like that in regards to salvation. Even in the matter of sins being washed away, they think, my sins will be washed away only as much as the good deeds I perform. However, God's wisdom is not like that. God came to this world and received the baptism from John the Baptist, died on the cross, made all the people perfect by resurrecting from the dead and blotted out all the sins of the world eternally at once. Such perfect wisdom is the wisdom of God. Our human thinking is truly limited. They think they reach a nice place if they do something good, that they achieve success when they work a little harder and reach the objective if they put much effort into it. However, that is only a very limited human thinking. Our human thinking is very limited and has many shortcomings like this. How is God's thinking? God has vast, enormous and immense wisdom. God sent Jesus Christ to this world and made him receive the baptism, made him die on the cross, resurrected him from death and blotted out all the eternal sins of the universe. That is the immense wisdom of omniscient God. What is it like to compare God's wisdom and the wisdom of human beings? Human beings think working hard to put up one brick on their careers, making progress by that much and gaining something valuable in proportion to that progress is wisdom. Therefore, we must follow the vast and immense wisdom of God because wisdom of human beings is always narrow and unfair. However, we cannot even fathom God's wisdom because it is so immense. What kind of wisdom is God's wisdom? In God's wisdom, there is no limit to bestowing his love, but there is no exception in his judgment. He bestows his grace that is unfathomably immense. God the Father has saved us. He sent Jesus Christ to this world and made him receive the baptism, die on the cross and thereby blotted out all our sins eternally and perfectly all at once. That is God's wisdom. This God saved with grace the people who really acknowledge God and his word in order to make foolish the people who go against God with the wisdom of the world. So many people live in this world. Among those many people, there are people who do not acknowledge God's word. They think they are smarter than God and they think their wisdom is better than God's wisdom. Many people think, I can live well if I do this and such consequence will result from it. There are many people who think they are great. These people do not believe in God's word. They cannot essentially believe in God. Because they do not believe in God's word, they try to resolve with their own wisdom matters of removing sins, going to heaven and receiving salvation from sins. That is why they follow a religious life so diligently. 
They follow a religious life so diligently and do good in the world. They believe that sins are blotted out if they live with the wisdom that their sins are forgiven only as much as the good they perform. Although it is rare, there are some people who think, I believe in God's word. I cannot live like this, but I acknowledge this word is the truth and this word is God's wisdom. They know their own shortcomings and that their thinking is unrighteous and there is nothing wise that could come out from them. They believe in the word of God who is wiser than they are because they know themselves. However, there are more people in this world who are not like this. There are more people in the world who boast of their own wisdom and follow the religious life with their own wisdom rather than living the spiritual life with God's word. There are few people in the world who acknowledge before the presence of God that they are people with shortcomings who have not had much learning and believe in God's word as they lead their spiritual life. Who, between these two kinds of people, would receive salvation? People who acknowledge that they have not had much learning and that they do not know much and lower themselves before the presence of God. People who acknowledge the word of the scriptures is the truth and hold on to God's wisdom rather than the knowledge they have acquired in the world, even though they have much learning in the world. People who consider God's word as the only truth and acknowledge the word in their heart and acknowledge God. Such people believe in the word of the gospel of the water and the spirit and receive true salvation. God gives salvation to such people and bestows grace upon them. The Lord came to this world, received the baptism, carried the sins of the world and died on the cross and was resurrected from death for such people. Therefore, he became the saviour for only these people. However, there are people in the world who do not acknowledge God's word, even though they do not have anything, who do not have anything to boast of, who do not have anything intelligent to themselves. People who do not acknowledge God and his word. People who try to live by their power and wisdom. People who try to earn salvation from sins with their own endeavour and good deeds. People who want to receive blessings from God even though they try to live well with their own will and fortitude. These people never acknowledge God's word but God never approves them as well. It says in today's scripture passage, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. This word of the Bible is God's wisdom and power. Actually, so many people live in America, Africa, Asia, Europe, Oceania and many places around the world and many people including you and your family live in Korea as well now. However, there are not many people who acknowledge God's word and God who manifested in the scriptures. Many people think to themselves with their own wisdom that they are smart but no one in the world could be more foolish than they are. Then, who are the truly wise people? 
people who acknowledge God and his word, those who know in the word of God that they are the creatures of God and that they are sinners, those who know that they cannot but go to hell in that word and therefore believe in Jesus Christ within the word and receive the remission of sins, such people are truly wise ones. People who have the faith of believing in God and his word are the truly spiritual people. Who are the spiritual people? We can be spiritual people by acknowledging God's word. We become God's people when we acknowledge God's word with our hearts. Put differently, we become people who have received the remission of sins, people of faith and people who have received the blessing just by believing in God's word. That is God's wisdom. This is why the scriptures say that the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. The Apostle Paul expressed this so honestly in this manner that we are sometimes ashamed by it. The word from first book of Corinthians chapter 1 verses 26 to 30 says, For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty, and the base things of the world, and the things which are despised God has chosen, and the things which are not, to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him you are in Christ Jesus who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. What does this word mean? According to fleshly notion, there are not many people with wisdom and there are not many people who have much ability, much power and much money and have noble backgrounds. Even so, people compare themselves and consider a certain person as having much education, a certain person as having great power and a certain other person as an ignorant, lacking and lowly individual. We must know well that such categorization of human beings is a foolish thing in the eyes of truly almighty God. The Apostle Paul listed three kinds of people who were regarded as the wise of that time by saying, Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 20 As such, the scholars, lawyers and government officials of this world actually do not know much. To be more frank, many doctors do not even know much about their own discipline of study. They may have much knowledge about how they can follow the doctorate's programme well and be qualified, but there are so many doctors who do not even know much about their own major field and therefore just spit out difficult vocabulary and say it is under study when they are asked a certain question. Do you think theologians of the world know much about theology, God or the scriptures? No, they do not. 
They do not know anything. Do not think that such people who are in well-regarded positions such as lawyers, accountants, government officials and scholars know much. They just happen to be in those positions, but they actually do not know anything. They do not know that they are actually ignorant and they think they are of such prestigious status because people call them by Dr. So-and-so with Sir. They look down on others if they think those other people are of somewhat lower social status. They are boastful, prideful and arrogant. However, they actually are very foolish and ignorant people. Most people who evaluate people based on material things, outward appearance and social status of the world also do not believe in God. They just think they are the best and refuse to come down from the arrogant position and stay far away from God's word. Of course, there are people who believe in Jesus among them. But even though they believe in Jesus, they are just full of their own stubbornness and egocentricity. Therefore, they reject the gospel of the truth that enables them to be born again by the water and the spirit and they just insist that they can receive salvation even if they just believe in the cross. They do not hear or believe the truth no matter how much we tell them that believing in the baptism and the blood of the cross with same regard is truly the message of the cross and the word of the truth that gives salvation to every human being. That is right. They go to church only because they hope it may help them as they live in this world, to comfort their conscience and live in this world with a little more confidence. Each of them does not have any desire to be born again, become a child of God and become one of the righteous. Even though we witness the word of the truth, they just shake their head and say in repudiation, Why do you go to church with such a daunting goal? Just go to church to share fellowship with others and to do something to soothe your boredom. Why should you believe like that? They just boast of their own greatness but never believe in God's word. On the other hand, there are people who are very knowledgeable and well educated in the world but give much thought in the matter of life and try to find true meaning of life. There are people who think deeply about their own soul, think about the future, reconsider his life and seek to find the truth even though they have education, money and enough distinction in this world. What happens when we witness the gospel of the water and the spirit to them and tell them of the truth? They believe in the fact that Jesus Christ is the truth and that God's word is the truth and kneel before the presence of the word of the truth because they do not have their own righteousness to boast of. They receive the word of the truth in their hearts and believe it by confessing The Lord is the Christ, the Son of the living God who became my Saviour by being born to this world, receiving the baptism, dying on the cross and being resurrected from death to save me from sins. I believe in this truth. There are people in this world who believe and accept the word of the truth like this. 
These people are spiritual people of God, regardless of their social status in the world or their wealth and reputation. Whether they are indigents or doctorate recipients, construction workers or men of wealth, such people are all children of God in Jesus Christ, regardless of their social position. They are people who have broken free from the foolish things of the flesh. It means they are people who attain the precious wisdom of God by being released from the foolish wisdom of human beings and revering God, believing in him and accepting God's word of truth. The Apostle Paul said in the early church era, For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 26. It was like that in the Corinthian church at the time and it is the same in our country now. Even in our country, our ancestors just lowered themselves before any country that had power and strength because of the Confucianism and toadyism that was prevalent when Christianity was first introduced. They made distinction between the upper class and the lower class and between scholar and servants based on social criteria of that time. Because the toadyism was prevalent throughout the whole country, they bowed down to the strong nations and treated contemptuously the weaker nations. This trait was also applied to human relationships, so that they bowed down to the people of higher status and treated people of lower status contemptuously, worse than an animal. Christianity came into our country at the time when this wrong notion was deeply rooted in people's thinking and way of life. Even though people in high government positions accepted Christianity at times, lower class people accepted Christianity more readily most of the time. What is the reason the lower class people received Christianity more readily? Lower class people had the ideology of equality from an indigenous religion called Tong Hak that taught all humans are gods. Everyone is God. Therefore, when Christianity came into Korea, they thought, that's right, all humans are equal, man and woman are equal, and no one is higher or lower than another. All humans are precious, they are all equal, and accepted Christianity naturally. People who claimed the man is God ideology of Tonghak came to know the absolute being called God and accepted Christianity in their hearts. However, even then, many people looked down on Christians and called them Jesus's freaks and disrespected Jesus Christ and the word of God in the Bible. People who disrespected Jesus like that did not accept Christianity. Of course, the people who accepted Christianity did not know the truth of God properly. Although they could not accept the real truth because even the preachers did not know the perfect truth, they accepted the fact that God is the only divine being and that they become sinners according to the commandments of God and that they could not help but die because of their sins.
This was the same phenomenon that manifested itself in the Church of Corinth. It was the same when Christianity was first preached in our country. Moreover, it is also the same phenomenon to you and I who live in this era. All the people are the same before the presence of God, whether they are of the past or the present. People try to make distinction among themselves and say, I am better, I am higher and you are lower. But all humans are the same. Human beings do not have much to distinguish between one another and there is no difference between people. I wonder if maybe there are people who still think the well-respected people in the world are great individuals. However, these days, it seems there is no such thing like admiring someone and most people seem to chase after pleasure before their eyes and live a life of quick fix. Everyone is the same. This person eats three meals a day and that person eats three meals a day. This person has his own righteousness while the other person has his own righteousness. They are all the same. The only difference is their prestige goes up or down depending on whether they have money, power and fame or not. However, even that is a meaningless distinction before the presence of God. Wealth may make a distinction between people in the world but everyone is the same in God's world. The only thing that makes a difference between people is whether a person believes God's word or not. People who do not believe and accept God's word are all foolish, no matter how well educated they are. People who accept God's word are spiritual, no matter who they are. It is like that for everyone all through human history. Remember this, a person who believes in God's word is the wise and spiritual person and a person who does not accept God's word is the foolish person and doomed to be destroyed. This is also applied to the born again. As we preach the gospel to the people who have not been born again, some of them accept the gospel but others do not. When we gather about ten people and witness the gospel to them, a few accept the gospel and the rest do not. Anyway, a person who does not accept the gospel is a truly foolish person. How can one blot out all his sins by oneself? How would we have become people without sins if not for the salvation of Jesus Christ that was completed by his baptism and death on the cross? Could you receive salvation through good works? Could you become without sin just because you tried hard to live righteously? Could you become without sin by cleansing your sins every day? Could you wash away all your sins by offering the prayer of repentance every day, by doing good every day and living righteously, and by doing 40 days prayer and fasting 10 or 20 times in their lifetime? That is correct. People who try to know that they are sinners with their own strength and people who try to receive the remission of sins through their own strength are really foolish people. They are definitely not spiritual people. Such people consequently cannot achieve anything with their own strength. Think about it. 
Can you and I become the righteous by ourselves? No, we cannot. Therefore, we need to understand our insufficiencies and just believe God's word exactly as it is. If God's word says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, then we just need to believe. Ah, God created everything. God created me too. If God said, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, then God actually did create the heavens and the earth, whether you believe it or not. That is the truth. Do you have doubt about this word saying in your mind? Have you seen that? Scientists say that we should believe something only when we experience it. Must we Christians definitely see it to believe it? Were you there when God created the universe? Who could have been there? A person could argue whether one has seen it or not, if he was there and existed from the beginning of the universe. However, it does not make sense for a person who has only lived for some decades after being born from his mother's womb to argue against what God has done when he has created the universe billions of years ago and created human beings long ago. One who has been created must believe the word of the Creator. If God says that he has created us, then we have no choice but to say, yes, I believe it. How can a creature that has only been living for a few decades say to God the creator, I can't believe it, show it to me? That is such a foolish request. If God says this is the way it is, then that is how it is. We just need to believe his word as it is. God's word says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 18. And it also says, As it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27. That is right. A person cannot help but die once after being born to this world. Once he receives judgment, he must go to hell because of his sins. We were all born with this same fate from birth. You were born with this fate and I was born with this fate. Then what is the way to be saved from this hopeless situation for us who were born with this pathetic fate of having no choice but to go to hell? Who is the one that could save us? Who is our saviour? He is none other than Jesus Christ. There is only he, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ saved us. He came to this world and took all the sins of us who could not help but go to hell by receiving baptism. Jesus received the judgment and died on the cross in the place of us who should have died according to God's word that says the wages of sin is death. Because Jesus is not the Lord whose power ends with death, he is the Lord resurrected from death and became our eternal saviour. The scriptures say, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5. What does this word mean? 
It means that Jesus came to this world to save you and me, that Jesus Christ received the baptism to take all our sins upon himself and to carry all the sins of the world to the cross, that he was crucified on the cross to die in place of you and that he was resurrected from death to give new life to you and me. If God's word says this is the way it is, then we need to say that is true and acknowledge it with our hearts. People who accept this are the spiritual people and such people can become God's children and his people. However, people who do not accept this are truly foolish people, cursed people and people who will go to hell and receive destruction eternally. To people who will be destroyed, the message of the cross seems foolish. How could we not believe this when the Lord has clearly done all this? How could we dare disobey the word of the Almighty God who has much more power? Think about it. You can make an imitation flower, but could you make a real flower if I asked you to create one? Could you create this universe and human beings? We do not have any such ability. However, how is God? God created the whole universe, the heavens and the earth, only with the word, let there be such and such. This God still lives and moves all the stars and things of the universe. There was light when the Lord said, let there be light, and that light is still here in the universe. There was night and day when the Lord said, let there be light, and it was still there because that word still lives even now. What does it mean to disregard God's work that was done by such an omnipotent God who has such immense power? That is foolish. It is truly foolish not to accept God's word. Therefore, such foolish people cannot but be destroyed. What has God prepared for such foolish people? God has prepared a garbage dump for them and it is none other than hell. Hell is the place that burns eternally like the garbage disposal site that burns garbage. Hell that burns fervently is for such foolish people who hold on to their own wisdom instead of believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. There is eternal life for the people who believe in Jesus Christ and an eternal punishment for those who do not believe in him. Eternal punishment means that they will be punished eternally in hell. The Apostle Paul said that we have received salvation through God's wisdom. God sent his son Jesus Christ to this world and made him receive the baptism in order to save us with his wisdom. Furthermore, he saved us perfectly by making Jesus carry all the sins of the world after bearing them through baptism and having him die on the cross. God resurrected the Lord from death, sat him on the right hand of God the Father's throne now and gives blessings to us through him. The wisdom of God Almighty is immense and infinite like this. Do you believe in the truth of being born again, that is, the gospel of the water and the spirit? In place of our death that we had to suffer once, Jesus Christ received the baptism, took all the sins of you and me upon himself and died on the cross.
Do you believe the fact that the Lord has saved you and me with his baptism and blood like this? I believe in the truth of being born again of water and the Spirit. I lift up God's wisdom high. Actually, evaluating God's wisdom itself is nonsense. Anyway, I uplift God's wisdom with the greatest prestige and admire it. God really has amazing wisdom because he blotted out all the sins of humankind once and for all through his son. He transferred over all the sins of the world to his son once and for all through the baptism, made him die on the cross once and for all and made us be born again as his sinless people once and for all. He saved us eternally. Accepting God's word is the greatest wisdom and not accepting God's word is the most foolish of all. Therefore, we must receive the wisdom of God from him within his word and become spiritual people and discern spiritual things. Let us give glory to the Lord and live like that forever. Meet the Lord, enter the eternal kingdom with him and live happily eternally. I do not want any of you to live a foolish life. Is there anyone who has not received God's word, even though he or she is in this church? It is truly a huge problem for a person who has not accepted the word of the remission of sins God has given. However, we believe the fact that God has saved you and me with God's wisdom. I give sincere thanks to God for saving us. I give thanks to God from the depths of my heart for giving you and me God's wisdom that is never lacking eternally.